millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What do you do when your boyfriend is humiliated for being a gold digger? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I, male 34, overthinking why my partner of five months, female 34, has yet to accept my friend request on social media? We met earlier this year and became exclusive two months ago. I sent her a friend request on Instagram before then, and when I brought up the pending request, she claimed it's because she rarely uses it. Which is fine, however the number of followers has fluctuated up and down, as well as the number of pictures on her profile. She was raised in a household with dysfunctional parents and has not had contact with her mother for years. She mentioned she has trust issues because of that, so perhaps it could be the reason why she's hesitant to add me as a friend? I've had no reason to suspect foul play on her behalf, and don't want to make this an issue if it doesn't have to be, but I just find it very strange not to have someone I'm romantically involved on at least one form of social media. We only have each other's phone numbers. If I were in OP's position, I'd be feeling very suspicious about this as well. I mean, I don't think there seems to be anything to hide since they have a public enough profile that you can see the pictures on it, even without following. But it's really weird that they wouldn't want to accept your friendship. Are they afraid of somebody seeing that you're following them? Does her family or other friends know you as her boyfriend? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... Thinking about confronting the girl who told my ex-boyfriend I cheated on him when I didn't. My old friend, now 30, told my now 30 ex-boyfriend that I cheated on him with his best friend when I didn't. The thing is, we dated 10 years ago, only for 6 months, but we spent a lot of time together in those 6 months. But I really miss him and I tried to contact him and he told me what the old friend had said. She said I cheated. Somehow also the guy's friend, who I supposedly slept with, and also another one of their friends, also said I slept with that boy. But I never did. I'm shocked how they're also saying that before we broke up. The old friend of mine tried to get me to break up with my ex, and she told me she used to lie a lot as a child, and I also saw her slandering a friend of ours on the internet before, so I think it's likely she made up the lie, but I'm confused how my ex's friends also said this. She's quite wealthy, maybe she bribed them? I want to confront her with an Instagram message, but I'm scared, as my ex doesn't want to hear from me anymore. Any ideas how to trap them in their lie, as ex isn't believing me? I think the real problem is this is some kind of guy that's told, oh, so-and-so cheated on you, and they don't make sure any of it's true. They just blindly believe it and dump you and move on. I guess if multiple people come forward and say it's true, it is easy to believe, but I mean, this guy didn't even give you an ounce of a chance. This next story is, I, 22-year-old female, don't know how to handle my separation anxiety when my partner, 25-year-old male, wants to spend time with his friends. So my boyfriend, 25-year-old male, and I, 22-year-old female, have been in a rocky long-distance relationship until we moved in together in the beginning of the year. I have separation anxiety and I'm in therapy. To be honest, he did some stuff that made my issues worse. 
He ditched me for his friends on our anniversary. He broke up with me three times total. Two times he took it back within 30 minutes. The other time we were separated for a month. And during fights, he used to ignore me and not text me back for days. But obviously I did some crap too. I become very anxious when he tells me that he wants to hang out with friends, etc., as I have a hard time feeling like a priority. This bothers him a lot, as he wants more freedom, and he feels like he spends all his time with me. We had a fight about that earlier this week in which he dumped me for 30 minutes. So, I'm already in therapy, and it helped me to manage my panic attacks. Now, I usually try to avoid confrontation as he tends to become very aggressive and angry. When he wants to game with his friends only... I just leave the house during that time. I know it's not a long-term solution, but it's the best I can do right now. What bothers me is how easily anxious I become. For example, it's enough when he asks me, what are we doing this weekend? Because I feel like if I don't say something really good, he'll just go back to game with his friends. Today, he asked me which weekend I'll celebrate my birthday in, and I immediately felt anxious because I got the feeling he just asks so he can leave the weekend I didn't choose to go to his friends. Does someone have tips how to not get anxious? Maybe they view it from another side other than separation anxiety? I don't want to pressure him to spend time with me and I want him to feel free to do what he wants, but I just get so anxious. Thanks if you read it all. I mean, I think the real problem here is it doesn't seem like he has any motivation to generate time being spent with you. Why is it all on OP's shoulders to try to figure this all out? Let me know if you want to hang out. Let me know when you want to do something. Let me know when you, 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 you. He's never coming to you saying, hey, let's have a night here. Hey, let's go to this place together. This next story is, a friend, 30-year-old male, I met, is mentally ill because I, 27-year-old female, stopped talking to him. I was in an online app and I met a friend. Before meeting, I already told him I'm not looking for a relationship, but just friendship or companionship while I'm in the country. So we met, and after that, he asked me what I think of him. I said I'm just into friendship, and I don't see him that way. He accepted that, but he kept texting me every day. We just exchanged a few messages every day, and he texts me whenever he has a problem. This problem is usually mostly sexual. He says he's having desires, and this is also a reason why he wants to be in a relationship. Well, he kept asking for my address and insisting to introduce himself to my family. I don't want to because I don't want to be rushed in a relationship, and I'm not into him either. He's a bit mentally disabled. I don't want to diagnose, but he does say he's seeing a psychiatrist. Moving forward, I recently blocked him because he kept asking for my address and asking to meet my sister when I repeatedly said no. Also, when I haven't replied about my address, he sent a funny image of a weather forecast with a you-know-what shape. It may be funny for him, but I got so disgusted by it. So he's been trying to call me, which goes straight to the voicemail, and now he's asking me to call him back or read his messages or reply because it's affecting his mental health. At this point, I don't know what to do, whether to message him or choose my safety. He's pitiful to have his mental health ruined because I blocked him, but I'm also scared to message him because he might act aggressively at some time. I have a history of relationship abuse. My ex used to manipulate and abuse me verbally. Honestly, I hope OP's not feeling like they have to do this because it's like a charity case type thing. If this person who is only online from what I can tell is bothering you and making you feel uncomfortable, Remove yourself from that situation, block them and move on. It's just, it's not your responsibility. 
It's not a burden you have to bear regardless of whether or not they're saying they're affected by it. You existing and you giving them attention is not something they're entitled to just because of mental health. Our next story is breaking things off after three years with my high school sweetheart, 18-year-old male and 18-year-old female. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Hey, y'all. I'm just starting college, and I'm having second thoughts about my relationship. I've been with my girlfriend for the past three years. During those three years, we did take a break when she thought I was moving abroad for college, but I digress. Other than that small hiccup, we have been golden, and we spent the summer in Europe backpacking. We ended up at the same school. Our families get along, we want similar things, our sex life is good. But despite all of this, part of me feels like I need complete independence to just be with myself, as I'm starting the process to study abroad, and it's really changing up my ideal life. I don't want to hurt her, I just want the best for her, and I know we could have a perfect future, but I can't shake this feeling. So much so that I'm starting to distance myself. How should I approach this without hurting her? I don't know if there's a great way to sugarcoat a breakup, especially a breakup in a relationship where there doesn't really seem to be a great reason to break up. I'm not saying that OP wanting to explore themselves and be their own person is a bad thing. It's a very valid reason, I'm just saying I don't think there's ever going to be a way for OP to come up with a foolproof way to not make her feel bad. Breakups suck. In my opinion, just be honest about it regardless. This next story is, how do I, 26 year old female, know if I should go on a break with my boyfriend, 26 year old male, of a year and a half? My boyfriend, 26-year-old male, and I, 26-year-old female, have been dating for a little over a year and a half. We met through a mutual friend, and we have a healthy, loving relationship. I really feel like he's my companion and my teammate, and we can both be our authentic selves with each other without judgment. We always have fun together, whether we're just hanging out at the other person's place doing nothing, or out trying a new activity. We have a recurring issue of his forgetfulness, 
I equate remembering and taking interest in someone's activities, etc., as showing that they care. I love when someone asks me about something little that I mentioned in passing, and they show that they cared enough to remember it and then ask me about it, because they took a genuine interest in me. He can be quite forgetful, and this makes me feel like he doesn't care about me. I know that he loves me, but whenever this happens, it's hard to really trust and believe that that is true. For example, the other day I told him I was going to a museum with a friend, and then afterwards, he asked me how shopping was. Or there was a time in the beginning of our relationship when I told him numerous times who my favorite artist was, and he kept forgetting. There are a few other times when similar things like this have happened. This is really hurtful to me. It feels like every time this happens, he apologizes, reassures that he cares, and I eventually forgive him with time, but I still remember every time. He has actively tried to get better at it, making more of an effort to remember things and ask me about them, which I really appreciate. But it feels like something that shouldn't have to take the effort if he genuinely cared and was interested in me. A similar situation happened again recently and I blew up at him. I feel very exhausted, frustrated, and just beginning to reach the end of my rope. All of the times have just piled on and I feel kind of done with him in our relationship. But at the same time, I don't want it to end. It makes me really sad because mostly everything else in our relationship is amazing. He really treats me like a princess, we laugh together a lot, and we really are each other's best friends. I feel the happiest and most myself when I'm spending time with him, and I know he feels the same way. He's a very sweet person, kind of dumb at times, but I don't think he ever purposely does or would do anything malicious to hurt me. But I feel very saddened, frustrated, and distrustful of believing that he really does care when this forgetfulness issue is clearly still an issue. I do think I have attachment issues, and when I feel any bit of hurt, I feel the need to run away. How do I know if this is that or if it really should be the end? Have you had any similar situations? How did you deal with it? Should I suggest that we go on a break as a trial? What should I do? Something I've seen mentioned before that I do take a lot of stock in is the idea that you might not find the perfect partner out there. I mean, if OP's unhappy, OP's unhappy, but everything else OP says is perfect except they just don't remember the little things enough. I'm not saying it's going to be a regret, but I am saying it very well could be a regret giving up on a relationship that otherwise is perfect. Our next story is, my female 25 boyfriend is still friends with a woman he slept with twice. My boyfriend who I genuinely love with all of my heart is still very close friends with a woman he slept with twice in the past. This woman has lied to her current fiancé upon him questioning if she's ever slept with any of their friends. She and my boyfriend have continued this, what he doesn't know won't hurt him. I have a real issue with this. My boyfriend has a letter from her and a picture she made of him in his room. He said he loves her as a friend, loves the fiancé and wants the best for them. He sees no problem about keeping their hookup from fiancé. My boyfriend and the woman above both agreed to never tell anyone. My boyfriend wanted to be transparent with me, so he told me. I have met this woman, and it was hard as it was her engagement party. I've explained to him how upset it all makes me, as the woman's fiancé is such a kind soul. He would be so hurt to know this about them, and that they hid it. He sticks by his guns, so to speak, and isn't willing to change relationship with said woman. I love this man. He would like me to move home in the northeast US and join him in Ontario, Canada. 
I really got upset with him about this yesterday, as he once had led me on in 2017 and toyed with me then, and it hurt that he doesn't see an issue with this, and is just sorry it upsets me so. I just need some thoughts. I mean, really, being complicit in knowing this lie and not telling that fiancé is something you have to figure out whether or not is a deal breaker to you. I mean, I think it's completely understandable where, if you can't stand by and watch this, that it would be a deal breaker. Our next story is, I'm 24-year-old female, losing my closest friend, also 24-year-old female, and it sucks. I, 24-year-old female, have been friends with this one girl, 24-year-old female, who for the purpose of this story will name S. S and I have been friends since we were 16, with a one-year gap of us not talking in 2018, which I'll explain. S and I have similar interests and humors. She was someone I saw as a sister and felt like I was 100% myself around. We had so much fun together and could tell each other everything. S has struggled with alcoholism for years, starting at 17. She started involving herself with people who partied hard and did a lot of drugs and was just constantly in crisis. This same year, I'd lost my dad and was in an abusive relationship. It was also my first year of university. We ended up just distancing and then reconnecting a little under a year later. Things went back to normal and have been great up until this year. S would always show up to plans hours late with no warning, and when I would ask where she was, she'd be extremely annoyed and show up sighing and telling me how stressed out she was and that she didn't have time to hang out. Her and I were in university at the same time. She ended up dropping out because of her mental health, which I supported her through, and always told her that she can go back to school and it's never too late to work on herself. When I graduated and got my first in-field job, she started saying she felt behind in life and felt like I was going to leave her. I would constantly reassure her that she was like family to me and that no matter what she did, I would support her. After a while, every hangout started to feel like she wasn't happy to be there. She would trauma dump on me for hours and say that I must have it so easy because I have a good job. I would try to hear her out and support her, but she would just get closed off and want to leave. I know she has alcohol problems, so I try to make our hangouts more related to interests than going to bars, which I don't do often anyways, but every time we would go to bars for birthdays or events, she would black out and start crying and I would have to take her home early. Once, we met up at the mall and when she asked me to drive her to the liquor store, and I declined, she stormed off and went home. This brings us to two Fridays ago. Her and I were going to a bar together and planning to get food before. We show up to the food place and she tells me she can't eat because she has no money. I offer to pay, she orders the most expensive items, and doesn't thank me. Then we get to talking about Halloween. I tell her I finished my cosplay for an anime we both like, and she asks me how much I spent. I tell her the amount and she rolls her eyes and says, You are so stingy. I'd spend triple that if I had your job and started venting about how broke she is and how stingy I can be. For reference, she received 30000 this year from a distant family member who passed away, but spent it all on alcohol and moving out, but later moving back in and paying to break the lease. Another friend with us says she needed to calm down and to stop being mean to me. She starts sobbing and saying we remind her of her abusive ex and that we were jerks. I pay for our Ubers home. The entire time she's telling me if her situationship asked to hang out, she ditched me at the bar. A week goes by and I feel really upset about that Friday. She's talking to me as normal. On the weekend, there was another party. She didn't invite me, but others did. I declined. 
She then makes a post on Instagram that says, I love all my friends with pictures of everyone but me. Did I do something wrong? Why is she fine with everyone but me? Should I bring this up? Honestly, I feel like with what OP described, their relationship has kind of devolved from a close friendship to something much less. Being rude, making you pay up for her stuff, and then just kind of dumping their problems on you and then turning around and not even including you in things. I think it does suck, exactly what OP said in the title, that their friendship is gone or that they're losing a friend. But yeah, I think at this point, it isn't even really a friendship. And I feel like OP's kind of clinging on to the memories they had early on, who they used to be. This next story is, My friend's 29-year-old female, partner, 32-year-old male, is being weird and suggestive around me. Full disclosure, I'm 24-year-old female, autistic. I'm pretty good at dealing with it, but some social situations are difficult for me to navigate. This is one of them. My friend, 29-year-old female, started seeing Jake, fake name, 32-year-old male, I think about six months ago. Usually on Friday nights, our friend group meets up for tabletop gaming, and for the past few months, Jake has been a part of the group. No one else has said anything, but Jake has been acting kinda weird, especially when it's just him and me. Example 1, he asked if I was a model, said I should consider it and would do well on internet modeling. I asked what he meant, and he said women can make a lot of money doing that sort of thing. We had a bit of small talk about influencers, then he started talking about OnlyFans. He then brought it up again the next three times I saw him, acting as if each time the previous conversation hadn't happened. He literally asked the same question, do you model? Each time to start the conversation. Example 2, Jake and I like plays, while the rest of our group isn't interested. We've been to the theater four times together. Each time he calls it a date. I told him he probably shouldn't say that, as according to the social conventions I understand, it's not appropriate to say. He said it was a joke and my friend is fine with it. I asked my friend about the date thing, and apparently he makes those jokes with other women as well. She did say she was fine with it, as she knows it's just a joke and it's not like our friends and the girls he's hanging out with take it seriously. It's better to just let him joke about it than fight over it. Example 3, Jake also asks me every time I see him if I'm still not interested in having children. He has two children from a previous relationship. I'm not good with children at all. Shout out to my sensory issues and say no every time. He still keeps asking and I'm not sure why. I get the curiosity, but in my experience, people usually drop the subject at least for a while. He keeps suggesting me, him, and the kids hang out without my friend. I say no every time. Example 4. Jake compliments me often. I only have a bit of experience with dating and flirting, but stating I have smooth skin, offering to give me foot rubs, etc, etc. Sometimes in front of my friend is very odd. The compliments and so on wouldn't bother me, but it's the fact that he's doing it in front of her. Look, from the relationships I've observed, such as my parents who've been together for a very long time, it's not normal to compliment another woman in front of your significant other. Example 5. I told Jake last month about my autism diagnosis. This was a big deal for me, and I wanted to share it with him in the hopes that we could understand each other better. We had a nice conversation over the phone. I felt very supported and figured all my previous observations were nothing to worry about. A week later, he asked if I was often oblivious to social situations, and if I was autistic or something. 
I asked if he was joking, and he said no. I reminded him we had a conversation about this very thing just one week ago, and he claimed he didn't remember. Example 6. He said to my friend he wouldn't be happy with her going out with another guy for dinner or whatever, but apparently it's totally fine for him to hang out with me and other women alone. This just rubs me off the wrong way. Example 7. I was told from an old work friend who's also worked with Jake that he broke up with his previous partner and mother of his two children due to domestic abuse charges on his end. Now, this is just gossip. Even if it's true, it could be a false accusation. I only bring it up because it's only adding to my concerns. Considering how meaningful that conversation from example 5 was to me, and the fact that he doesn't remember, along with the supposed allegations, I'm worried I'm getting my hurt feelings muddled up with behavior I just might find odd and isn't, and the gossip isn't only fueled to the fire. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, this guy just seems weird, overbearing, forgetful, creepy. I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you went to your friend and said, I'm not gonna lie, I think I'm gonna start pulling back a bit from these tabletop meetups because I can't stand being around this guy. This next story is, my 38-year-old female, boyfriend, 42-year-old male, was publicly humiliated for being a gold digger and he's complaining that I'm denying emotional comfort. My 38-year-old female, boyfriend, 42-year-old male, isn't offering me emotional support. I feel empty sometimes. Good sex isn't everything. I've talked to him because there are times where he makes me feel like I'm settling. He finds it funny when I cry over things from my past or dismisses my feelings when I get hurt because of his jokes, saying things to make me jealous, making fun of my looks after I go to the salon. We are very different, but that didn't affect us at the start. I come from a past where I had to work very hard to get respect from my peers and sacrificed many things to make a turn and create a startup. He's an avoidant and a laid-back personality. We've had arguments because he never finishes what he starts, and I'm frankly a bit tired of supporting his dreams so that he can drop them in a few weeks. I don't know if this is valid, but I told him that he's now paying the price for not finishing college, not completing his community college education, and also dropping out of a short course certificate class. He finds himself constantly starting over and seething when his coworkers get a promotion. He got very angry, said that I'm being disrespectful, and said that he's internally powerful, whatever that means. Because I believe work and pleasure don't mix, and because we're not engaged or anything, I've been keeping my career and business progress very low-key. It's not that I'm hiding it, but I don't want him to treat me different and prefer to be loved for who I am. Last year, I got a very large lump sum for my very first large contract. A few more clients poured in with similar terms. That allowed me to give my family the life of their dreams after so much sacrifice. In a huge home to hold five households and plenty of physical and financial security. I invested in scaling my business and saved a chunk. Locally, I live in a different state from my family. I live a very regular life in a modest apartment and I'm very happy with it. I've been concerned for a few weeks now. I couldn't control certain things, so a local company announced our agreement and a soft disclosure of the project value. Charles found out, like everyone who heard the news, I didn't feel good about him quizzing me. He doesn't understand that those nine figures are destined to cover project costs and are a corporate investment. When I clarified he jumped at the projected ROI that some accountant friend calculated, I won't deny that I've been struggling after that. My mind goes from trying to forgive his slight and thinking it's his lack of knowledge to feeling very offended. 
Last weekend, his ex got into his face and confronted him about some money that he owes. I do know this. He smirked, and two men whom I thought might be her relatives manhandled him and tore his clothes because he has no right to wear what she bought him. He ended up face up on the floor while they assaulted him. One of them yelled that he's nobody in a leech. I had to drive because he was sobbing. I'm very put off. Now I'm out of touch to him because he's apparently using women. He wanted a hug, but I couldn't bring myself to it. He says that I'm emotionally lurching him when he needs me the most. He can't sleep and he's not eating. I'm very confused as to how to proceed and just want to spend time by myself. Should I just break up with him or should I talk it over and set boundaries? Please advise. I mean, he laughs when you cry? Yeah, no wonder you don't feel any emotional connection or comforting towards him. He doesn't do anything in return for you. Honestly, this doesn't even really seem like a relationship to me. Our next story is, my boyfriend, 32-year-old male, always asks me, 29-year-old female, what I'm doing on my phone. I don't know why, but it irks the crap out of me. Anytime I'm on my phone, he asks me, what are you doing or who are you talking to? I've told him he doesn't have to ask every time I'm on my phone. We've been together three and a half years and just moved in with each other the past three months. It gives off a jealous vibe or controlling. It annoys me so much lately that I'll give him the most vague response like, just on my phone, not gonna lie with a bit of an eye roll at times, and he won't let it go and he'll say I'm being mean. I feel like I don't have the freedom to just mindlessly scroll or text in the comfort of my home. How should I be responding? Is this a common type of thing? I mean, I think it's a fair thing to ask every once in a while, but if he's like constantly like, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? What are you doing? Who are you talking to? Yeah, to be fair, it would get pretty annoying. But honestly, maybe OP being defensive about it is what's spurring them to keep asking? I mean, I guess the real issue is, is what OP's doing too private to not mention it? If you're just randomly looking at the Denny's menu for some reason just because you're curious, is it an issue to mention it? Or if you're just scrolling through Instagram, is it a problem to mention that? Or if you're hitting the like and subscribe buttons on the Storytime channel, is that an issue? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.